Hello, and welcome to the Mobile User Acquisition Show, a podcast to help you unlock tremendous growth for your app. My name is Shamant Rao. I'm the CEO of the boutique growth marketing firm, Rocketship HQ, and host of the podcast, Mobile User Acquisition Show. In each episode, we feature experts in the field of mobile growth and discuss strategies, tips, and pointers from the leading edge of mobile growth marketing. By the end of each episode, you will have gained actionable and tactical insights that will help you make more informed decisions in your own work around growth. The Mobile User Acquisition Show is produced by Meryl Vincent, Content Marketing Manager at Rocketship HQ. Today's episode is an extract from our new book, The Scan 4.0 Handbook, A Practical Guide for Marketers, which is a deep dive into all things Scan 4.0. You can check the book out over at rocketshiphq.com slash scan4-handbook. Yes, there are a number of things changing in Scan 4.0, but it's important to note that the underlying DNA of Scan remains unchanged. The best way to contextualize that is by looking at not just what is changed, but also what remains unchanged in Scan 4.0. Today's episode outlines four things about Scan 4.0, that have not changed significantly from before. And if you wanna go deeper into all things Scan 4.0, including what's changed, how schema setups have changed, how reporting has changed, and much more, go check out rocketshiphq.com slash scan4-handbook. So let's get into each of the four things that have not changed in detail. Number one, conversion values in Scan 3.0, and now find conversion values, scan 4.0. That convoluted system of timers and conversion values that took all of us a crazy amount of time to wrap our heads around. Yep, it's still here. It's not going anywhere. This system just changed its name to find conversion values from just conversion values. So if you have a conversion schema set up and running already in scan 3.0, you do not have to change that. If you did nothing to update your scan schemas for scan 4.0, you'll still have your fine conversion values flowing just as they did in scan 3.0. Of course, there's the added complexity of course conversion values, but the majority of your first postback, uh, postbacks will uh, flow as they used to. Number two, the mechanism of the firing of the conversion value post back does not change. So finalized conversion values with scan 3.0 are the same as locked conversion values in scan 4.0. So while the concept of locking a conversion value in scan 4.0 appears to be new, it's pretty much the same as the mechanism in scan 3.0 and 2.0 for finalizing a conversion value. So. Locking a conversion value essentially means that the postback will stop getting updated from that point in time onwards. The moment a conversion value is locked, a random timer starts to tick, which sends the postback at a random time within the next 24 to 48 hours for the first postback. This, again, is very similar to the triggering of the highest conversion value postback in scan 3.0 and 2.0. In scan 3.0, whenever there's a continuous 24 hour time window, without any conversion value receiving an update, the conversion value is locked and a postback is sent at a random time within the subsequent 24 hours. 
right? And that's pretty much the dynamic that happens with scan 4.0 as well, right? Yeah. And number three would be campaign IDs, which are now called source identifiers. The 100 campaigns that we had in scan 3.0, uh, they're still there and uh, they're just called source identifiers. Uh, and the only change is that instead of having 100 campaigns, now you can have 10,000 of them. Uh, they can range from two digits, zero to 99, to four digits, zero to 9999. And uh, obviously whether you have two digits, three or four, really depends on privacy thresholds or crowd anonymity. And of course, like before, your network can use the source identifier to reflect anything it wants. Uh, it could be geo-creative campaigns, of course. Uh, and uh, so scan 4.0 just makes it so there's much more granularity for these dimensions. Number four, privacy thresholds are now called crowd anonymity, but the concept remains exactly the same. Uh, you know, just the name has changed. What's also true is that uh, in scan 4.0, there are four tiers of crowd anonymity. So you can note, you can notice and pinpoint levels of crowd anonymity or privacy thresholds, right? So these would be zero, one, two, and three, which impacts both the number of dimensions in the post back and the granularity of conversion values in your post back. Uh, again, the actual criteria by which you know uh, a postback would belong to tier one, zero, one, two, and three, or three, is not yet disclosed by Apple. But at least it's helpful to understand the mechanism by which the privacy thresholds or crowd anonymity are constructed now. With all of this, hopefully you're able to understand all of the things that do not change with Scan 4.0. If you want a deeper dive into all things Scan 4.0, including things that have changed, how schema setups have changed, how reporting will change, and much more, go check out rocketshiphq.com slash scan4-handbook. Thank you for listening to the Mobile User Acquisition Show. If any of this was helpful or instructive, I would love for you to leave us a review or rating on iTunes, Stitcher, Overcast, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast fix. This podcast takes a ton of time, effort, and love to produce, and I deeply value every review and every piece of feedback that you share.